Welcome to episode number 50 of the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. This is your host, Padma Ali. Today, it is all about how to be the powerful master of your life. You know, this episode was inspired by, can you be, by this by this thing I was thinking about, can you be the master of your life or is it left to fate? So tune in. I obviously believe that you can be the powerful master of your life. So tune in to see how you can be the master of your own life, your own fate, your own destiny, whatever you want to call that. And how do you actually make that happen? (laughs) Hello, visionaries. Welcome to Create Your Vibrant Life podcast, where you can create the life you desire by tapping into your inner wisdom. I'm your host, Padma Ali. I'm widely known in the field of psychology to create long-lasting transformation. And now, I'm here to help you create the life you desire using a combination of neuropsychology and ancient healing practices. This podcast is for you, evolved, overachieving leader who's ready to unlock your highest potential. I'm here to guide you through a process of self-discovery to be the creator of your destiny. And you can do all of that by just taking aligned actions, tapping into the power of your brain, your inner wisdom and ancient practices. So stay tuned, folks. I am so delighted you are here. Goodness, people. We're already at episode number 50. Wow. Wow. How did that happen? You know, we're, uh, we are approaching the one-year anniversary of Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. And so I am incredibly grateful for you with being a part of this journey and sharing because we have had such amazing number of downloads in the last few months. And it's because you guys are sharing, writing reviews, all those things are contributing to it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just wanted to take a minute to acknowledge you all for being a part of this and for getting, getting knowledge and wisdom from being a part of this journey and transforming your life and helping other people transform around you. So thank you so much. And I am so excited to share this episode about how you can be the master of your own life, how you can create your own destiny, you can create your own fate, and it's not left to what you're born with. And, you know, I wanted to start this episode with by asking you this question. Have you noticed how so many people either talk themselves into something or talk themselves out of something and then it doesn't go the way they wanted it to go and then they tend to blame it on fate, on circumstances, on people. Have you noticed that? And when someone is stuck in that loop, to me, what that tells me is they are a victim of their circumstances. They're not taking, they don't believe, not a blame. They just don't have that belief yet that 
You can be the master of your own life. Like you can create something. You can co-create with the universe. You are powerful that you have the ability to create the life you desire. But they haven't yet formed that belief. So in this episode, I wanted to share how you can be the powerful master of your own life. And when I, when I even asked that question, how to be the master of your own life, the question itself implies that somehow we can't or we could not be the master of our own life. We can't, like something else dictates our destiny. How many times in your own life have you felt like, oh, luck wasn't on my side, I wasn't lucky enough, or no matter what I did, like it just it just wasn't the time or something went wrong. Like there's this, it feels like, ah, oh, this is, this is not, it, it hasn't happened for me because of something else. And then you look at someone else and they go, oh, I, th- their life looks like it's just, they manifest anything and everything they want, whatever they desire. Like you, you go and you look at them and go, Oh my God, like they can, they, they have everything that they set their mind to. They're just lucky is what you might call them. But is it luck? Is it luck? I'm going to help you discover today how you can actually do what they're doing. You can create anything you want. If you're looking at someone and go, oh, they're just lucky. They just have it all together. Like the universe is always, they're just, they were just born, <laughs> they were just born with the right star alignment. <laughs> I'm here to tell you, no, that's not the real reason why they are able to have what they, what they have set their, set themselves out to do. You can have that too. It's a super powerful episode and when you can episode and when you can master this I tell you nothing will be impossible until you tell yourself it's impossible nothing So for this I have to go into a little I have to go into my psychology background I have to go into how we form some of these beliefs You know a client and I were talking And she was telling me about how she was observing something. She was observing how many times, like, you know, she sees little girls and, and they are labeled or they're told, this is what she was saying to me. She said, they're told, you're too demanding. You want too much. You talk too much. You are this, you're that. She's talking about the about context of little girls, but it can be applied to anybody. You are too much of this. And then we shut them down. And then she was, it was so beautiful, this conversation she and I were having about how then, then as they grow up, girls are told, oh, you're not too confident. You have to be, you have to be confident if you have to succeed in this, in the corporate world. First, you're told not to speak too much. And then you're told you need to be more confident. How can you develop that? Because it's been shut down. Right? Or they're told you can't, you're talking, you talk too much. And then you wonder why they don't have a voice when they grow up. See, we create beliefs at a very early age. Sometimes it's even before we have verbal 
sense. We have we we have verbal ability to express ourselves. We're always observing. We're always taking in. We're literally like like sponges. Until the age of seven, they're seven or eight. Kids are just walking subconscious mind, which means you can you can give them any suggestion you want, and they will start to do that. You know, Aristotle said, give a child, give me a child until the age of seven and I will show you the man. He said that for a reason. It's so true because what happens at that young age determines how they see themselves. And this is not to say like everything is doomed, right? (laughs) It's contrary to what I'm sharing in this episode. No, this is not. I'm sharing all of this for a reason. And now I want to connect you with neuropsychology, which is how the neural pathways are born, are, are formed, and then they continue to get solid. So if you have a belief right from a young age that life is hard. See, when I was growing up, I grew up with not much, but somehow I formed a belief that that money is hard to come by. See, my sister doesn't have that belief or she didn't have that belief at all. But somehow, this is what I picked up. So you can have two people in the same household, but they're observing different things and they're forming different beliefs. She formed other beliefs about herself, but she does not. She ne- she never did have the belief about how money is too hard to come by. It I overcame all of those things, but it is still, it was such a prevalent thing. It was like, so let me let me rephrase that. It was more around feeling secure and somehow I associated money with security back then, but she never did that. And this is what this is what happens at a young age. We're observing. We're taking in information. We can't make sense of it. So we form stories around that. And then those become beliefs. And then we live our entire life based on those stories and beliefs, not even recognizing and realizing we're doing that. And that's how. The neural pathways are created. And the more you live from those particular pathways, whatever that is, see, even anger, anger is learned. You watch your parents be angry or frustrated, and then you start to do that. That's exactly how you form those particular neural pathways. And with, again, talking about the brain, right, talking about um, the brain psychology and how in neuropsychology, I'm going to share something else with you guys about how. So let me see how, how I can share this. It's so clear in my head. I'm just trying to see how I can bring it out to you guys. So on a piece of paper, you can write this down. You can write down, first you write down brain and write about it, write down the subconscious mind. And then on top of that, you write down superconscious. It's almost like a ladder, right? So there's brain, there's subconscious, and there's superconscious. The brain is all what, what I'm doing right now and what you're absorbing, right? It's all this thought level. You're just taking in information, whatever I'm sharing. It's 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 being sent in through a processor to see, oh, what makes sense? What doesn't make sense? Do I know this thing? Do I not know this thing? That's what's happening on a brain level. Subconscious is what we are all until the age of six or seven or eight. I don't exactly remember. But subconscious mind does never forgets anything. It's literally like a storehouse of information. That's what's responsible 
for not only all the beliefs, but also the functions of the body, like the things that you don't think about, how your heart's beating, how your kidneys are producing urine, like all those things. Like this is how the brain, this is the, 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 this is the subconscious mind's work job. If you haven't watched the movie Inside Out, the Disney movie, it's really worth the watch because in that, like all of these things are, it's, it's, it's beautifully articulated. The superconscious mind, that's the universal consciousness. That's the consciousness that is flowing through all of us. Most people are just stuck at the brain level. They don't recognize that they can access the subconscious mind. They can access, they can change their beliefs by going into the subconscious mind. And when you quieten the brain, you have access to the subconscious, you have access to the superconscious, the consciousness that's universal consciousness in religion. They call it God. They call it all kinds of things. But that you have access to that. And in order to be masters of our own life, we need all three. We need all three. However, what happens, many people just get stuck on the brain level. So let's start with the brain level. See, I don't do this often, but one day I got sucked (laughs) into the rabbit hole of Instagram You've all had experiences of that, right? How this happened, I have no clue, but I somehow, somehow landed up in some woman's profile in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. (laughs) I'm laughing at myself, but this, I probably went there for this episode. Like this, this is how all of this information sometimes comes to me. Somehow I found myself An hour later, (laughs) scrolling through Instagram, which I rarely do. I'm very, very meticulous about those things because I know myself. I will do this. I will get sucked in and then I will not know where an hour went by. One hour later, I am on some woman's profile in Saudi Arabia, Riyadh, to be precise. (laughs) It's a public one. That's why I'm sharing this. It's got nothing to do with a woman, by the way. It's got nothing to do with her. And... The point is, it got me thinking. It got me thinking about how we all live our own lives in our own little bubbles and think that that's the entire world, that's the entire universe. And everything I know, right? Everything I know is only through this form. She is living her life based on this tiny, tiny worldview that she has. I am living my life based on my tiny view. Like I can't I, I don't know what's happening in her life. She has no idea what's happening in my life. Right? But we live our entire life based on this tiny experience that we call as our entire world. Everything gets filtered to this form, this form called Padma, this form called Joseph, this form called Mary, like whatever, right? Like it gets filtered to these forms. And that woman... I don't know, whatever her name was, has lived her entire life based on those particular beliefs. And I'm living my life based on my particular beliefs. You're living your life based on your beliefs. And why I remember this particular, why this this 
scrolling and why this really stuck in my head was because this is a public profile and she was talking about she, why she's so she was she's talking about being angry about Lebanon something about being there from there and like she was angry about Lebanon something and here I am I have no such feelings towards Lebanon right I have no such feelings because that was not my experience bear with me guys I'm going somewhere with all of this the bottom line is she has her feelings and beliefs about Lebanon because of some experience she had. I have no feelings about Lebanon. I have, and that's because I have no experience with that. But this is how we live our life. We have experiences and then that becomes our worldview. We believe those experiences, and our entire lifetime is sometimes based on those experiences. And we think that is real. You might argue with me saying, yes, they're real. But are they? Are they real? Or is it just a perception? Is it just an interpretation of what you saw? Based on your experience. So there was an experiment done where they staged a robbery. And you can look this up. They staged a rob robbery. The onlookers were, were asked to report what they saw. Okay, the onlookers did not know that it was staged. So, and they were asked to like, you know, go and swear by, by, by law to say what they, what, they, what they saw. And each of them had their own version of it. They all swore that their version was true. Bottom line. It's interpretation. It is how your brain is processed based on your programming, the based on the programming that you absorbed as a child, thinking this is it, this is real. But what if, like I said, like my my belief around around what was that around money and um and, and survival was. Like my belief was not the same as my sister's belief, even though we grew up in the same household, right? What if neither of them were true? This was how we absorbed it. This is how we saw it. Because when I asked my parents or when my dad's no more, but when I asked my mom, she's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about, right? Because that was not what she intended. But somehow this is my form. This form picked up that information, believed it to be true, and then lived a long time from that belief, and this is why Carl Jung said, until we make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. So, my dear visionaries, I'm bringing it back full circle. If you want to create the life you want, if you are the type of person who's like, I am going to, I'm determined to make my own life the way I want it to be. I want to have my life, the life experiences I want to have. You need to let go of some of these beliefs that no longer serve you. How do you know whether it's serving you or not serving you? By looking at your life, look at the mirror. Do you like what you see? Do you like all aspects of your life? Do you like the health you have? Do you like the money situation you have? Do you like the relationship you have? Do you like the career you have? Do you like the home you have? Do you like the environment you live in? If any of that is like, eh, no, then, then it's time to change that. It's time to look at what beliefs are holding it in place. 
we talk ourselves into something or we talk ourselves out of something. So you have to decide what's more important to you in order to create the life you want. Are you going to talk yourself into something or are you going to talk yourself out of it? So start by letting go of the beliefs that no longer serve you. And like the Buddha says, our thoughts are not real. They're just an illusion. That thought that said that you can't have this or you can't do that or whatever, like you're bound by your circumstances. Just an illusion. Here's the piece, though. <laughs> See, here's the piece. Whatever you can, whatever other thought you have, you can substitute that for. That is also an illusion, is it not? <laughs> but it's an illusion that makes me feel good. I would rather have the illusion that I am the co-creator of my life. I like to create the life I want than feel like I'm trapped in my life. I don't want to feel trapped. It's how I feel, ultimately. So what will you choose? And there's an important aspect to this, which I want to tie it all together. See, with the thoughts and beliefs, when they're deep-rooted, especially when they're deep-rooted from childhood, there's often an energetic imprint to these beliefs. And unless it's cleared, you can't just change the thoughts and expect that those beliefs will go away. This is why I do a particular process with my clients around clearing the subconscious mind and changing those thoughts with hypnosis or specific hypnosis audios, but also other things that we I do in the session to clear the energetic imprint. Again, this is why energy is one of my my core pillars in the work I do. They're all connected because you can't just change things from a thought level. If you just change your thinking and expected life to be different, you, you could have a very different life right now. But it isn't that way because some of these roots have to be cleared out. And this is why, you know, even if you'd have no access to me to do that, start by bringing awareness. Awareness is the first step. And that awareness can only come when you're not caught up in the thinking brain, correct? When, when, you're, when you're not, when your brain is quiet, you have access to the subconscious and the superconscious. And in meditation, in silence, you can access that information. And this is why I often recommend, and I do this too, like as a daily practice, sit in silence, sit in meditation. Sometimes it's just for 10 minutes, but you're not reading a book, you're not scrolling, you're not walking, you're just sitting, you're just allowing information to come. And when you can have access, when you can do that, you can have access to bigger information that's beyond you. So I often do this, and, and I also recommend my clients to do this. Have a question that you're sitting with whatever you need answers for. Close your eyes, sit in meditation for 10 minutes, and then set your timer and start writing. Because that way you will bypass the conscious mind and you have access to the unconscious or the subconscious and the superconscious mind if, if, you, if you train yourself long enough to do that. And just let yourself write, 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 and then sit and look at that. And then see if anything pops out. That's where you access intuition. And when you can take, when you can access intuition, here's the piece to, this is, this is the piece to create the life you want. 
This is the missing bridge, what I'm going to share with you right now. And that is taking aligned action. When you quieten the brain and you have access to intuition and access the subconscious and the superconscious, and you have intuition, then you take aligned actions towards your specific goals. And aligned actions lead to powerful results, don't they? This is the most important piece. And sometimes actions are not just about doing things. Aligned action sometimes is about having to wait. Just be. Not do anything. It's not all about doing. Actions doesn't always correlate to doing. Aligned actions might be waiting for three or four days for that information to become crystal clear to you. And that only you will know. You will know. So let's recap this. To master, to be the master of your own life, let go of old beliefs, letting go of old beliefs, letting allowing yourself to recognize what beliefs serve you and what beliefs don't serve you. And shifting those beliefs, either by meditation and changing them into thoughts that you want, that that you know will get you to your end result and taking aligned action. And that's where the answer lies, taking the aligned actions. So I invite you to do this this week. Take some time and do this as a practice. And if you don't get answers right away, be patient because, again, like any muscle that you're building, this might take some time. So, my friends, that brings us to the end of episode number 50. And I would say like this is one of my favorite episodes because... You know, it shows you how you can empower your own life by creating whatever you want. You can have what you want. And if you've told yourself or someone has told you you can't have that, I'm truly sorry that your experience is that. Because anything is possible. Anything. Anything. As always, I thank you. Thank you for being part of this journey. Thank you for leaving the reviews. Thank you for sharing this podcast. And if you feel inspired, please leave a review if you haven't done that already and take a screenshot and send it to support at padmaali.com. And I'll, as a law of reciprocity, I'm going to send you a gift card. This is just for the month of February so that I can, I really want to honor you all. Thank you so much again, and I will check in with you for the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. I have a request for you. If you found value, chances are that your friends and family will too. So if you can leave a positive review on iTunes, it will help reach so many more people. And if you have any topics or questions you would like me to feature, please send them to support at padmaali.com. And lastly, Please share your takeaways and breakthroughs with me on Instagram at Padma Ali. Thank you so much for tuning in. 